I'm J.P. Tuesday. And I'm Kiki Cannon. As lifelong Disney fans, the work of countless talented Disney creatives have shaped our lives. Now, as the Disney catalog expands, we're taking a journey through film and television to discover if that spark that shaped us as children lives on in adulthood. Does your favorite Disney media still cast that same spell? Join us as we find out. We are Rewatching the Magic. Hi, Kiki. Hi, Tuesday. We're doing something a little different. Uh, our next episode, which will be on The Simpsons, is going to be a really long one. So we're going to take this moment to do our first ever mini-sode, going over everything that got announced at Disney Plus Day last week. And it was a lot. Like, everyone's social media was blowing up over all of these announcements. Yeah, I I woke I woke up on Disney Plus Day and my my social media was just filled with just ah! <laughs> Yeah. We're we're kind of the people that get I I think both of us kind of get because we do the Disney podcast everybody is just immediately sends us all the Disney stuff. Mm. Uh so I, I I know that I just woke up to you know every single person on the planet having sent. Have you seen this yet? You know. So. So uh, let's kind of go through. First off, before we get into all the stuff that got announced, uh, disappointed that nothing Muppets got announced on Disney Plus Day. Yeah, That'd I be- was really hoping for some Muppet stuff. They've spent the whole year kind of building up the new Muppet Studio And the thing. Haunted Mansion special, yeah. Yeah. Like, WTF. More Muppets! More, More Muppets, Muppets, indeed. I mean, uh, recently, they put the Muppets in Disneyland doing Christmas carols. Uh, yeah, that some- was really cute. So, like yeah. That. If you're in Disneyland uh, during the holidays, uh, you might see the Muppets singing Christmas carols. It's 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 a pretty it's. But again, let's 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 take that and do more with them with the Disney Plus. You know, more specials, more something. So let's move on to our first thing, which is uh, Lucasfilm Star Wars stuff, including the uh, Obi Wan Kenobi show. We got a little sizzle reel on Disney Plus Day. No footage from the show. We got some concept art, but, uh, you know, we got an interview with uh, Ewan McGregor himself. And he's really looking forward to it. And he's, uh, you know, the big thing that he's looking forward to is working with Hayden Christensen again. I'm very interested in how they're going to incorporate this. Yeah, Since I was he's... I was shocked to hear that Hayden Christensen won't be back. Yeah, the last time we saw Hayden Christensen as Darth Vader, uh, he had barbecue. Yeah, not not really conducive to coming back. Maybe it's a dream sequence. Maybe he will actually be the voice of Darth Vader, which is disappointing. An I mean, interesting choice, if so. Yeah, I mean, with James Earl Jones is still around, and he has done the voice of Vader recently. But uh, I'm curious about what they're going to do with this. 
unless they do something like his helmet gets broken and then you the the voice changer breaks and then you just hear Hayden Christensen's voice coming through the mask. Maybe. Or it could be a hour-long treatise on the finer points of the hatred of sand. <laughs> I mean, you don't know. Could be anything. That could be its own Disney Plus series right there. <laughs> That's the new Nat Geo thing. It's just Hayden Christensen talks to you about sand. Speaking of Nat Geo, we got the <laughs> announcement of two new Nat Geo shows. Uh, Limitless with Chris Hemsworth and Welcome to Earth with Will Smith. You know, I'm going to go on my mini rant right go now. Ahead. Disney Plus, please stop trying to make Nat Geo happen. It It's not going to happen. Nat Geo is Fetch, and you need to stop trying to make Fetch happen. They're trying to compete with the History Channel. And they, they, they see what the History Channel is doing, and, and Discovery Channel, and they want some of that too. Okay, I like documentaries. I, I Honestly, I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, am, I am one of the weird people that does like a very well-produced documentary. However, this ain't it. <laughs> what what Disney Plus has been trying to do with the Nat Geo stuff ain't it. Where they're trying to get like celebrities to make documentaries cool and stuff. Documentaries aren't cool. They're nerdy. Just just let documentaries be nerdy. Just do a proper documentary. Get some British celebrity with a sexy voice to calmly ASMR your documentary and then put it up there for the nerds. It'll be fine. (laughs) It will find its audience. Get Benedict Cumberbatch to mispronounce Penguin for an hour and a half. We'll love it. It'll be fine. Okay. (laughs) It'll be okay. All right. So let's get to... um... Let's get to Walt Disney Studios themselves. We got the first picture of Hocus Pocus 2. We got our Sanderson sisters. It's a good picture. I mean, it's just the one. Yeah. So we'll we got. Get, we'll get a trailer in a few months as we head closer to next year's Halloween when it premieres. But I they mean, all look good. They look, they look appropriate. I'm wondering, because... Um, uh, Mary is looking herself, but Kathy and Jimmy has lost all the weight since then. So I'm wondering if they padded her up or something. Well, yeah, it does. You know, her body does look like they might have put some padding in, but you can still see it in her face, you know, which is fine. It's been 30 years. Come on. Yeah. People change. It's okay. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I want to see what, what they come up with. I am I'm very interesting. It will all hinge on the story. Yeah. You know, how how you do the plot of of bringing them back. But the the costumes look great. You know, they've been able to to redo the costumes uh and you know, the hair and makeup people have done their job putting them back in uh appropriately. So, you know, it's just I mean, these three uh, playing off together. I was one of the people that got a, a ticket to that little fundraiser that they did 
last year uh, that Bette Midler put together um, for some charity that she did. And it was it was cute, and it was nice seeing them together again, uh, playing these characters. So I have hope for for this film. Um, it just it's all gonna gonna hinge on the script. Yeah. S- moving on, Disenchanted. We have confirmation that it will be coming out next year, and they also put Enchanted up on Disney Plus. Yeah, this is a sequel to Enchanted. So the the Amy Adams, you know, deconstruction of the Disney princess thing. Uh, Years before Frozen. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel that they uh, owe Matt Groening an apology for stealing his... <laughs> show name. His show name. Um, but I I like Enchanted as a film, so... It'll be interesting to see where these characters are. Uh, I I don't know if they're going to try to deconstruct the Disney sequel Cash Grab. That might be interesting. Mm. But again, it will it will hinge on where the plot to this goes. Again, we haven't seen any footage yet, and we probably will as you know the next few months go by. But it is going to be a Disney Plus exclusive film. Mm. This is kind of their version of a, the direct-to-video sequel. So that's going to be interesting. It will. And hopefully, you know, they're not going to cheap out like a lot of the Disney direct-to-video sequels do. Yeah, I hope it won't affect the the budget of it in some respects and limit the film that way. So hopefully they'll give it the the space it needs to do what it, whatever they're going to do with it. All right. I probably should have put this with the other Lucasfilm stuff, but uh, Willow, the series. No footage, but we did get footage of uh, Warwick Davis walking around the set, kind of uh, teasing his cast members. But yeah, Warwick Davis is back as Willow. Yeah, I love Warwick Davis. I mean, we talked about it when we did our Willow episode. Um, I I like Warwick Davis as an actor and a, a person. Uh, he's got a, a good sense of humor about himself. Um, so I'm hoping that that comes across a little bit in the the series. You know, the the movie had some some comedy elements in it so i'm hoping that while the series is going to be a drama it's going to work some of that comedy into it as well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so we still don't know a lot about the the overall plot of the series and where it's going to go for the character yeah and Warwick Davis himself doesn't look all that much older. I mean, there's some gray hair, but that could be hidden by a wig. Yeah, so we don't know how how much longer in the timeline of the the film's setting mm. this is going to be uh, either. And of course, when you're dealing with a magical setting and magical creatures and stuff you don't really know how that's going to affect the aging of 
characters yeah. either. So, you know, so much of this is tiny little snippets and teasers and stuff. So we really don't have too much to go on yeah. for a lot of these things. But I am very excited for the Willow series ever since they kind of first announced they were looking into doing one. Yeah. Uh, there's so much to pull from. Again, they could take from the books that came out after the film, or they could just, like they did with Star Wars, ignore it and make their own. Either way, I'm very interested in what they come up with. Yeah. Coming spring 2022, Chippendale Rescue Rangers, the movie, starring Andy Samberg and John Mulaney. My personal opinion on this Okay, I'm I'm glad they're going to give some love to Chippendale. But much like a different Chipmunk movie that's now on Disney+, Plus, Alvin and the Chipmunks, it doesn't make sense to hire celebrities to do the voices when you're just going to speed them up anyway. Yeah. When you're, when you're dealing with that kind of sped up thing, the stunt casting is a little more bizarre a choice. Yeah. Again, no footage of this was shown, just a, a picture and the confirmation of of, of Sandberg and Mulaney. And, uh, that's all we know. I mean, there's some rumors, there's some tweets that came out that it might be similar in the vein to a Roger Rabbit where there'll be a lot. Where this is not necessarily in the universe of the show, but a movie about actors in a show, very Roger Rabbit-esque. Hmm. Again, we don't know. We don't, we don't have a trailer or anything yet. We probably will probably by next month. If this is, if this is coming in the, in the spring, we'll probably get one either in December or January. Yeah, I, I will be more interested in seeing where they go with it. Uh, but right now it's too little information for me to decide how how excited i am i was such a huge fan of rescue rangers as as a show as a kid mm -hmm. um so i i don't know i think the whole thing is gonna hinge on gadget we don't even know she's in the movie yeah and that's the thing my my excitement will totally hinge on is is there is there gadget are they gonna use her zendaya <laughs> is playing her Zendaya as Gadget. <laughs> Dude, if Zendaya is Gadget, I would I I would be super into that. <laughs> Zendaya is doing all the animated movies now. <laughs> I I'm I'm very into Zendaya as an actress though, so like I would be into that. So um we got confirmation, the new Pinocchio live action remake. Uh, September 2022 on Disney Plus. We got Tom Hanks, Jordan, Go Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and uh, Keenan Michael Key attached to this. I assume Hanks is playing Geppetto, Levitt is playing Pinocchio, and Keegan is playing uh, Jiminy Cricket. I assume. I mean, Keegan Michael Key as Jiminy Cricket would be a very interesting choice and one I would be pretty down with. Uh, I I don't know if that's how it's going to shake out but that'd be pretty cool i mean uh, he could play pinocchio we don't know yeah but uh yeah again no trailer nothing yet we're about a less than a year away of this movie happening we'll see more in the, in the next couple of months um 
One thing we did get a trailer for was Baymax the series. Our favorite balloon robot from Big Hero 6 in his own series where he's going to go around uh, offering help to people. It looks from the trailer we got that this might be a sort of anthology. Yeah, I mean, he's going to different play people, giving them different advice. There's a a, a moment where he's helping an, uh, an old lady who's hard of hearing and he has to raise his voice. <laughs> Yeah, Vol- you see the little volume thing go up on, <laughs> on his chest, which is a cute moment. We get the return of Aunt Cass uh, as uh, Baymax is running the cafe. There's it- enough Starbucks jokes to, m- to make that whole episode. Yeah, I I thought it was a cute little trailer. It's it's not super substantial, but it, it's, you know, a series of cute little jokes. I don't think it's going to be like full 22-minute episodes it might just be like five ten minute shorts it feels to me a lot like doug days Mm. when i watched the trailer it it felt a lot like that to me i don't know if that's what they're going for but it did feel like that where it's it just might be a, a a series of short cartoons yeah centered around baymax like that and if that's what we get that would be that would be cute. I think I would be into that. Yeah. I I really liked that trailer. It was uh, adorable. So. Yeah, we'll find that out in in the new year. Uh, Blue Sky, technically, even though the studio doesn't exist anymore, because we're getting Ice Age, The Adventures of Wild Buck. Which, uh, before we started recording, you said that you had never seen any of the Ice Age movies. <laughs> Yeah, I've seen clips and stuff. Uh, you know, I I know that there's the, the weird little squirrel that chases the acorn. <laughs> that's that's kind of what Ice Age is to me is that weird little squirrel that chases the acorn. Cuz that's all I've ever really seen of it. It looks interesting from the trailer they did release, but uh again, we'll see more later on. <laughs> we got our first look at the Tiana series. It's just a picture of Tiana, but Tiana's getting her own series, and she looks like she's traveling around. Yeah, I, I, I mean, we we don't really know much about it, but Tiana traveling and getting to explore the world would be kind of cute. Uh, I wouldn't doubt that the release of the series might coincide with a certain ride retheming. Yeah, could be. You know, maybe. I wouldn't doubt Disney would have that little synergy. Oh, you we have our new Splash Mountain Tiana-themed ride. And we have a Tiana series that you can watch. Tiana everywhere. Uh, more Tiana um, is good. I'm okay with it. Yeah, more Tiana. <laughs> uh, we got... Let's see, let's get to the Pixar part here. We got, a, we got their next series, Cars on the Road. Owen Wilson and uh, Larry the Cable Guy returning to reprise their roles as Lightning McQueen and Mater as the two go on a cross-country road trip. If you're in the cars, it's going to be fun. That's Again, that's all we know. A couple of concept pictures were, were shown, and that's it. I do like that one of the concept pictures is them about to get eaten by what looks like Truckosaurus. 
<laughs> considering and we're doing. I yeah. gotta say, they they have pulled this picture straight out of one of my dreams. Because <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I'd love to see the cars from Cars getting eaten by Truckosaurus. <laughs> 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 yeah, again, we'll find out in the new year. Pixar will also be premiering their first series based off an original idea. Now, they have done uh, Doug Days, we saw, we already talked about. They have Monsters at Work and this new car series, but this new series is an original idea. Win or Lose, which, feature, which will follow a... Uh, school softball team the week before the championship game and each episode will focus on a different member of the team so the week from their perspective you're going to get one episode on the coach one episode on the coach's kid that's on the team one episode based off the star players perspective and uh, one thing they did announce was one episode will be taken uh, the the younger brother of one of the players who has no interest in baseball and has to make up his own little fantasy world while the game's going on. That will be the episode I watch. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it's an interesting idea that Pixar is doing an original series idea. Again, they could have easily taken any of their movies and ro- rode them out as TV, as TV shorts, uh, short series, whatever, to, for lack of a better term, infinity and beyond. But the fact that they're taking this chance and doing an original idea, it's it's uh, I, I, I don't hate it. Yeah, I, I, it's it's an interesting concept. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've talked before about how I'm not super into sports movies, but um, it I do like the idea of taking a week long event and doing it bizarrely Rashomon style from each each different uh character's perspective um i i like the the kind of basic idea uh so it'll be it'll be interesting to see how that plays out yeah and also we're getting a zootopia series zootopia plus which will look like this that's actually going to be a short form series where We'll get five minute shorts of different characters in in the Zootopia world. You know, we talked about in our Zootopia episode how I had so many questions about how that how that world worked. So maybe that will answer those questions. I don't know. Yeah. So now let's get to the most announcements from Disney Plus Day. That would be Marvel. Because yeah. Marvel decided to announce all of the things. All the things. All the Marvel things. This we is got, a jam. We got a full scene from Hawkeye, which, uh, okay, uh, we'll, we'll preface this. Kiki, you did not have a chance to watch that 15-minute Marvel special that they had on Disney+. Plus. I did not, unfortunately. That, so we're, 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 we're winging it here. So we got a full scene from Hawkeye of, of a car chase scene. I'm not going to spoil it for anybody. It is amazing, and it's done to Christmas music, which is awesome. We got our first look at Moon Knight, She-Hulk, and Miss Marvel, scenes from the shows that are coming out next year. 
um, what they showed with Moon Knight is looking like they really are going to deep dive into the uh, disassociative disassociate disorder of the character of Moon Knight with the multiple personalities and how he'll disassociate into one persona, snap back into another, and wonder where am I and how are these bodies on the ground? Yeah, I am looking so forward to seeing Oscar Isaac's performance. Yeah, we just talked about him in we just talked about him in The Last Jedi, how he's getting all these opportunities. Yeah. Yeah, I I am a big fan of Oscar Isaac uh as an actor. Uh, he he really is uh in everything I've seen him in, you know, I've I've enjoyed his performance. So I am looking forward to seeing him enter the the MCU. Yeah. And what he's going to bring to that. Um and especially Moon Knight is a more obscure character for the general public, but if you're into Moon Knight, you are really into Moon Knight. I mean, like and it, if you if you meet a Moon Knight fan, they are like really into that character, you know? You know, Patton Oswald put Moon Knight in his Marvel sketch thing. So that that, that and I guarantee you probably like people were going, What's a Moon Knight? And now they'll know. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's like it's one of those things that like if you're into him you have fallen down the rabbit hole and you are like really looking forward to this. And the costume doesn't look too bad either, honestly. What they showed, they didn't show the full costume, but the parts they did show looked really cool. Yeah. So. She-Hulk. She-Hulk. Uh we didn't get a good long view of uh Jennifer Walters all green. Does look a little the CGI looks a little unfinished, but that is to be expected. But it looks like it's going to be a really good show and have some comedy in it. Because for those of you who may not know much about the She-Hulk original comics, she was breaking the fourth wall long before Deadpool did. And there's a scene in the little, you know, little trailer that they showed, which is uh, a recreation of the scene from the Incredible Hulk 70s TV show with Bill Bixby. Where she says, don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. And you get Mark Ruffalo dressed in the same clothes as David Banner from that series. And it's, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, I, I think that the MCU works best when it remembers that it is not too dark mm. you know so I I really like when it remembers that like oh yeah we're allowed to do comedy yeah so um, I'm glad they're remembering that part of her her backstory you know yeah <laughs> and her time in the comics uh, and, so and we're getting and we're, and we're getting uh, a little bit more of the professor Hulk uh, at least, um, cause yeah, and Hulk, uh, Banner is still all hulked out in, 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 in the trailer, trying to teach Jennifer how to transform. We'll see how that goes. Miss Marvel, 
again, nothing nothing in the costume. We got a little bit of what possibly her powers could be, but not enough to make an accurate description. Uh, there's a great line in that little trailer where she says, brown girls like her don't get to save the world. And her friend says, well, maybe they do. And that would be, an, I think that's that little snippet sold, really sold the, sold the show to me. Because this is going to be tell, this is going to speak to those kids that up until now probably haven't been represented in the MCU. Who, you know, they're not going to be able to see themselves as, you know, these kind of heroes that have been previously played by white actors and white male actors. So we have this character that is a brown girl and showing her, you know, as a superhero, plus in my book. Yeah, I am I am liking the fact that the MCU is embracing more and more diversity. Yeah, we just got Shang-Chi, we just got the Eternals. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. I mean, there's you know, we're going to they're currently filming more uh Black Panther Wakanda stories, you know. Um so we're returning to to that side of the MCU soon. Mm-hmm. Um we're branching out with stuff like Ms. Marvel and we're you know the with Falcon and Winter Soldier you know we're branching out more with the the Captain America stuff passing, you know, changing hands. We're also getting Ironheart, which will feature a black woman essentially becoming Iron Man. Yeah. So, so yeah, I'm I'm liking the the fact that it's it's not all just one thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know. Even in stuff like Loki, you know, mm. it's technically all the same character, but, you know, it's a white man and a white woman and a black man and an alligator and, a, you know, and a like, kid and a kid. And, a, you know, I mean, it's and now technically, no matter who you are or what you look like or what you're dressed as or what, it, congrats, you're a Loki. <laughs> you can just walk into a convention no matter what you're wearing and be like, hi, I'm a Loki. And nobody probably, can stop you. I would probably wear my regular clothes and like the Loki crown with the horns. I'm a Loki. <laughs> yeah, and and technically you're right. And which I kind of love. Anyone could be Loki. <laughs> Any anyone is a Loki now, which I ki- I kind of I think that's the coolest thing in the Marvel universe at this point. Um, so I, I really, I think that, that, that line is, I think you're right. I think that's probably the coolest thing, uh, about that. Good for them. And, uh, since you said it, we did get, uh, reaffirm, reaffirmed Loki season two coming. What if season two coming a lot of animation projects coming from Marvel uh, we're getting I Am Groot, which was previously announced, uh, animated series just about Groot. And not just any Groot, but Baby Groot. Baby Groot! 
Baby Groot. Uh, I, I fully doubt we're getting Vin Diesel to voice Baby Groot in the series, but that's fine. You know, other people have voiced Groot in the past. But you know what? Why couldn't they get him to do that? You really only need to get him to record that line like four times. Just like give an angry I am Groot. Give a confused I am Groot. Give a happy I am Groot. And then just like replay that in like the content. Yeah. <laughs> we got, yeah, we got confirmation of Marvel Zombies, the animated series. I can dig it. Yeah. Again, <laughs> Uh, that episode of What If was actually pretty good. I guess enough, it was popular enough that Marvel decided let's make an entire series of this. I don't know if it'll follow the comic book storyline or what. I've heard people already say make the deal to get Ash Williams in this series. Because <laughs> he was part of the Marvel Zombie story. He was, yeah. I mean... I mean, you could... <laughs> You you could get Bruce Campbell to voice Ash in a cartoon. What I really want, considering that Ash Williams was part of the Marvel um, thing, and considering that all Lovecraft stuff is public domain, and there is a um, a comic in which Ash fights Herbert West from Reanimator. I just want Jeffrey Combs in this mm. because I want Jeffrey Combs in everything. So, <laughs> so get Jeffrey Combs in the Marvel Zombie series playing Herbert West. That's all I want. We've got Spider Man Freshman Year, another animated series set in the MCU showing Peter Parker's freshman year prior to the events of Civil War. Will we see Uncle Ben die for a third time? I really don't want that. That is the one thing I never want to see again. I never want to see Uncle Ben die again. Because when we first meet Spidey in Civil War, he says he's had the powers for six months. There's a lot of story you can tell in that six months. Yeah. You could probably see how he met uh, how he met Ned. Yeah, that that would be cool. So, yeah. Um. Uh, there's a little. There was a, there was one piece of concept art that showed a younger Tom Holland Spider-Man wearing the glasses. So we might get that part of the comic back in of uh, Peter wearing glasses. There, there is a bit of um, a bit of upset, I guess, in certain circles of the internet that they haven't said. Um, that Tom Holland will be voicing Spider-Man for that project. And I'm like, eh, who cares? He didn't voice Spider-Man for what if. I'm thinking they're going to get that voice actor to voice Spider-Man here. Because he sounded and that would be fine. And that'll be, he sounded enough like Tom Holland that I won't care. It's like, you know what? The, the man's got other projects he could be doing. We don't, you know, we don't have to shackle him to the MCU. It'd be cool, but, you know. He's did. He's already done movies for every other streaming service out there right now. Yeah. So why not? You know, let him let him have his career. Let's you know, let's do the cartoon with someone else. And the last animated project they announced, the biggest one, the one that got everyone blown up, X Men '97. 
We mentioned back in our X-Men the Animated Series episode that that the original producers had expressed interest in reviving the series. And now we're getting it. Can we keep saying stuff on the podcast that comes true? Spider-Man the Animated Series. I want them to find Mary Jane. Um, um, <laughs> um, uh, where, where else can we go with this? <laughs> yeah, because I, I, I offhandedly said the thing about, like, superheroes and therapy, and now that, like, accidentally is just, like, the MCU TV series thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we said the thing about we wanted X-Men, the cartoon, back, and now it's happening. <laughs> well, we said we wanted them to uh, to redo Splash Mountain, and it became like yeah. two weeks later we got two the the announcement. We got the announcement. So. <laughs> um, but I yeah, I am super excited for this. It says that they're getting back a lot of the original voice cast, but we haven't gotten a full list yet. The only thing is that Cyclops has to be recast because his actor did pass away earlier this year. Yeah, that was unfortunate. One thing that was of note that I want to put here, Alison Court, who played Jubilee in the original series, has said that while she is working on the new show, she will not be voicing Jubilee. Her reasoning is that she Jubilee is an Asian character, and she wants to give an Asian actress a chance to play this character, which, fair. That's a, that is a bold move for her, to step aside from this character that other than Lunette the Clown is what she's known to be to, known to be as to our generation. Yeah, I mean that is that is a very uh a very like you said a bold move but also a a very understanding move. Mm-hmm. Um and it would be a really cool thing if they found an a more unknown actress, maybe a younger actress that is the right kind of age mm-hmm. for Jubilee and maybe gave her a break. Yeah. Because uh, voice acting is notoriously hard to break into. We've talked about it before. Yeah. Um, especially if you're um in an overlooked minority as well um and it it might be nice to to give somebody a a break uh especially for a show that will be so scrutinized and looked at you know <laughs> this I could fully, make I mean, somebody's I, career i want that first episode to start with previously on x-men and just show me the highlights of the original series <laughs> All of it. <laughs> just be a 20 minute long previously on. Just be its own episode. Previously on X-Men. Be the and then set up what we're going to do with, with, with these new episodes. Because this is a continuation of the original show. And I'm surprised they're going that way. Yeah, I'm so, I'm so hyped for this. I, I, oh, I want it so bad. I want it in so my eyeballs many, now. There have been so many new stories and new characters introduced since that original 92 series that they can, that the world is their oyster with these stories and characters. I mean, I would love X-23 in the X-Men animated series style. Deadpool. He was in one episode that he never spoke, but to have Deadpool in his full Deadpool character 
in this series would be amazing. Oh, yeah. Just so good. So good. Give it to me now. And that'll be coming, I believe, in 2023. So we have a we have a while. <laughs> yeah. You are a cruel mistress, Disney Plus. We got confirmation on the Echo series. Echo, who will be making her debut in the Hawkeye series. A deaf superhero, a deaf, uh, another deaf superhero, because we have one of the Eternals is deaf. So this is makes two deaf superheroes in the MCU. They said that after the premiere of Eternals, which as we're recording, this has only been, what, oh, a week and a half, two weeks? Yeah. Has, uh, they have already seen an uptick in people Googling how to learn sign language um, and how to find sign language classes, uh, people looking up videos on basic sign language since The Eternals has premiered. This is why they say representation matters. Yeah, I, I mean, representation absolutely matters. and. If I don't know if Echo will be using sign language at all, I don't know if if Echo will be seen to use sign in Hawkeye or in her own series. Um, but if she does, I would expect that to also um, do. Um, uh, at least in America, American mm -hmm. Sign Language is the third most used language in America after English and Spanish. Anything that would make people even basically fluent in just a few helpful signs, it would be an amazing boon to the deaf community. So, yeah. Which makes it more and more apparent that they made the wrong call to make up their own signs for the Inhuman show. <laughs> well, that I will absolutely... Um, Defend? Defend on one reason. Mm -hmm. The Eternals has a person who has been living on Earth. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. So it makes sense. I have not seen the film, so I cannot spoil anything because I have not seen the film. But it is my understanding that the character has been living on Earth around humans. Mm -hmm. It would make sense that they would use a human sign language. The character in the Inhumans was living on, like, the moon, surrounded by members of his own species, when he was not allowed to use his voice. He made up that sign to communicate with someone else. Hmm. He created that. It yeah. does not make sense that he would use the... American language speech. of uh, people he had not been around fair but you know it's so it it does it does make sense in that one context mm -hmm. um so uh it it would be it would be like if they were like oh here's this one guy he lives on the moon he needs a language to communicate and suddenly he's like you know, speaking Hawaiian or something. And it'd be like, why does this one guy who's lived on the moon and has never been to Hawaii 
speaking Hawaiian. Like it would just be bizarre. Um, So it, it, it does make sense in that one context. And so I'll defend it on that. But um, I I hope that if it's appropriate that she would use something maybe. I mean, not all deaf people sign. Um, but Echo is supposed to be mute, so we don't so she won't be able to verbally communicate. Um, so yeah, I mean if if that is if that is appropriate for her character, I would hope that they would use that and use it correctly. So mm-hmm. Secret Invasion. We got another confirmation. We got our first look at Secret Invasion with uh, Nick Fury, how he will look in the series. No eye patch, uh, gray beard. That's all we got, but it's 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 very interesting what they're what they're going with this. I mean, Secret Invasion, one of the probably one of the most well-known storylines in the comics. Mm. Scrolls invading Earth. They're, I'm curious how they'll adapt that. In, in into the MCU. Yeah, it, it'll also be interesting to to know like which heroes they're gonna bring in. Yeah. Because Secret Invasion is like, oh no, our heroes have been replaced, at least some of them have been replaced by scrolls. And in some cases, years and years, like the years we follow these characters, turns out they were scrolls the entire time. Yeah. Which people are going to show up? Yeah. Who are we going to get to show up in this series? That's that's going to be the interesting thing. (laughs) Will we get cameos of the other Avengers? Will we get some of the other TV show actors coming in? Who knows? Yeah. Uh, and the last one we're going to talk about, Agatha, House of Harkness. This was announced earlier this year, but we got the confirm- the title confirmation. And of course, Catherine Hahn will be returning as Agatha Harkness. And if they do not have the Lopez's write an absolutely banger of a theme song for this show, they have missed a trick. Again, we, we we know nothing about the show other than the name. Will it take place in the modern day? Will it take place in the Salem Witch Trials? This will likely come out after Doctor Strange. So what's going to happen in Doctor... Will something happen in Doctor Strange that Agatha will be involved? Maybe. We don't know. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting how this is, is going to play into it. Um, I am so fascinated by this because you know we're expecting to see Wanda in Doctor Strange Mm -hmm. because of what happens at the end of WandaVision whether or not Agatha will show up as part of that we don't know we don't even know I mean there's been talk that Loki might show up in this movie in in Doctor Strange, yeah, um, because of the multiverse. Because yeah, I mean, it's it's obvious that the entire Loki series has set up that film. Um, potentially Spider Man too. Well, and Spider Man is is needing to set up that film as well. Um, and we know that from the trailers, of course, that we've gotten already that Doctor Strange is in. 
the Spider-Man film. So, uh, we're in kind of weirdly uncharted territory here. Now that they've opened up the MCU to these TV series, we're having to keep track of more than ever. (laughs) And that was one of the things that you were worried about when they first announced these TV shows. Yeah, I was I was a little worried about it uh, because we are branching off kind of like the the CW DC stuff. Yeah. Um, where it's like, well, I want to watch this one TV show, but it's suddenly connecting to eight other TV shows that I do not want to watch. At um, least in this phase, at least in this case, all the shows are not running at the same time, like the like the CW shows are. Yeah. Um, Marvel is at least staggering it so that I, you know, I say I, but, you know, so that the viewer can at least attempt to, to keep track of it all. Um, and they are trying a little bit better thus far than that than I think that the CWDC stuff has been uh, to make sure that you can kind of watch each thing independently and still mostly keep track of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um. It's been less of an issue for me because there has yet to be a Marvel thing that has come out that I've gone, eh, not really into that. I'm expecting it to happen one day. But we have not reached that day yet for me personally. We're still in the in the make mine Marvel and let me drown in it <laughs> phase yeah. of my fandom. Um, so... When they uh, do the when they do the Luis story, <laughs> like when we have Luis recapping Marvel movies, like they have Olaf recapping Disney movies. <laughs> yeah, I I mean, it's it's useful maybe, but um, they might have to. There may come a day when they just need to put out like, okay, before you see the Doctor Strange movie. Here's a YouTube video you need to watch if you haven't been keeping up with everything. They kind of have. That's what the Marvel Legends show is. Is Here's a recap of everything you need to know about this specific character. But I do kind of wonder if they're starting to ask too much of the audience with that. Some are saying, you know, oversaturation. Some people are saying they're experiencing Marvel fatigue. I did just have a friend uh, post on Facebook on the day we're recording this, actually, that they just watched a one of the Marvel films that said, I, I just caught up on one of the Marvel films that came out in the past year. I hadn't seen it until now. And guys, I think I may be getting tired of the MCU. So, I mean, it might be happening yeah. uh, for some people. 
I I personally am still not that people, but it it might it might be starting to happen. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how to speak for other people. I I'm still very much in the you know sit me down Clockwork Orange style and pump all of the Marvel things into me nonstop. I'm like I'm like Barney in The Simpsons when he's when he sees the bear truck. Just stick it into my veins. Yeah, it's like I I want constant Marvel all the time. Um, at this point, but I realize that I may be in the minority on that. I I don't know. I Agreed, I yeah. can understand why some people might be getting fatigued by it. Yeah. So, so yeah. I don't know. <laughs> let let us know. I I don't know. Um. Yeah, are you experiencing Marvel burnout? Let us know. But that's that's kind of that's kind of the the Disney Plus wrap up, I think. Yeah, it's all of the major announcements from Disney Plus Day. Um, we you know, uh, let us know if you want us to make more of these mini shows. This is an experiment for us. So, do you want us to do more of these, or do you want us to keep the new segments integrated with the episodes? But uh, this this Disney Plus Day thing was kind of they they put out so much stuff in a fire hose <laughs> on that one day that we were I, like we cannot put this in its in a in an episode by itself. Stay tuned for in a few days, our special retrospective on The Simpsons is coming. So with special guests, so come back for that. Uh, and. Uh, We'll talk to you all next time. Bye. Bye. Don't let the magic stop here. Join our conversation online on Facebook at Rewatching the Magic. Twitter at Rewatch the Magic. And of course, new episodes every week at rewatchingthemagic.podbean.com. Remember, the magic is for everyone. It only stops if you let it.